0: To you from the bottom line bets penthouse, high atop the Las Vegas strip. Damon Bruce, Larry Kruger, wake up. It's the weekend of the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh. Larry, good to see you. Good to see you. It's been a hell of a week so far for us here in Vegas. It's been an awful lot of fun, and uh, we'll get into all of it. But we're here to talk some football. And one of the things that we were talking about on the way over here is outside of Whatever the Niners are complaining about, somebody pulled a fire alarm. Uh, the, the practice field is squishy. There really aren't a lot of storylines coming out
1: of this Super Bowl early on. There aren't. Now it's uh, the storylines have been at a minimum, and um, it's funny just watching the headlines, looking at you know the Niner websites and looking at the various headlines. There's no controversies to speak of. 49ers had their initial, "Hey, we don't like our practice facility." There was the fire alarm that, you know, had them out of their rooms for like a half hour. Other than that, you know, I talked to a number of the players yesterday, including Jake Brendel. Um, and, you know, a lot of the talk was, hey, they had a great week of practice and they're, they're ready for the Chiefs. So bring on Sunday and it can't get here soon enough. And for the 49ers, I mean, um, I think this is going to be a huge, a tall task for everybody, for the Niners to get this done.
0: You can feel there are more Niner fans in this town than Kansas Chiefs Chiefs fans by far. And that might be leading to the anxiety because everyone keeps talking about how, hey, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, as good as the Niners are, as equipped as they are to deal with any football team in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes is essentially this league's Michael Jordan. And if we had to say this is an era of football and attach just one name to it, we are living in the Patrick Mahomes era right now. So the, the there's stress. There You can feel the stress when you talk to 49ers fans out in the town, at the bar, at the restaurant. Everyone is like, do you think he can win? They're like, yeah,
1: yeah. So, well, there's always a chance Mahomes goes off. Right. You know, and if he goes off, it's going to be tough. But – um But then, you know, you kind of wonder if, if uh, you know, what kind of game is Andy Reid going to play? He was very conservative in the AFC Championship game, very conservative. Does he stay with that conservative nature and just kind of short game, run the ball, be, you know, lean on his defense? I mean, the recipe for the Chiefs to win is don't take any chances, score on your first possession, get a lead, lean on your D, and, you know, try to keep the Niners down. I think that's the ga- that would be the game plan. For the Niners, um, you know, I think the, the game plan is, is more complicated than that. I think they've got to stop Mahomes on third down. they got to stop Isaiah Pacheco. they got to stop the short game. And then they got to force Mahomes to throw it. Then they got to rush Mahomes and sack Mahomes. So, um, you know, I mean, and then I think for the 49ers, their game plan is run the ball. Run the ball with Christian McCaffrey against the defense at 17th against the run, fourth against the pass. So I think we kind of know what what we want to see. The question is, what's Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid? Two guys who are known for like wild wrinkles. What are these guys going to bust out? What Shanahan got up his sleeve?
0: And how tempted is he to go there? Um, Is it going to be a conservative game plan? Is he going to run the ball, 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 and then just try to mix in a play action? Or do you think he comes out a little left-handed, which we've seen? We've seen games where it looked like the run matchup was the easy, available lever to pull, and yet he's got Brock throwing an awful lot early in the down, early in the game, trying to establish Purdy to maybe get everybody to back off the run, but then he really hasn't hit him with the run game. So... You know, how does Kyle feel like he needs to catch? Does he feel like he needs to catch Kansas City off guard or can he just come out and play his game? And if they can just come out and play their game, they can win this game. If he feels that he needs to trick this defense, that's when the Niners get into a little bit of trouble, I think. If they can play just straight-up brutal football, they can win this game. That means winning the line of scrimmage. That means winning it in both directions, and that gets to the defensive line, which goes a long way to determining what we're going to see on Sunday, who's getting home. Like, I understand, you know, the pressure moving a pocket, all the nuance of the passing, you know, rushing attack. It's, it's, it's great to talk about. And you sound like, you know, more about football when you say there's an awful lot more to rushing a passer than just sacks. Yeah. Well shut the fuck up because you only say that unless you're not getting sacks, you know what I mean? So I want to see Patrick Mahomes truly under pressure, truly put into the ground and if he's not,
1: the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Well, it's, it's one of those things where the, the offense can impact things, too. So, like, if they want to leave eight guys in to block, they want to chip the defensive ends with running backs all day. If they want to put less guys in the pattern and have the Niners with five defenders trying to defend two, two eligibles because everybody else is in blocking, that's fine. And if they want to shut off the Niners' ability to sack the quarterback – that's fine too, but that will seriously derail their ability to put five guys in the pattern and put a lot of pressure on the Niners' defense. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what Andy Reid does. I mean, for the Niners, you've got a 2,000-yard player in Christian McCaffrey who had 339 touches this year, which led the NFL. He was on a 400 pace, and they quieted it down towards the end of the year. I mean, there's no, there's no tomorrow, you know? I mean uh, – one of the more interesting prop bets, Elijah Mitchell, one and a half carries. I would, if you think the Niners are going to win, I think that would be a good bet because Shanahan likes to finish with Elijah Mitchell. So there's always a chance that it's all McCaffrey all day, but the Chiefs are pretty hard hitting. It's going to be a tough game. I could see him going to Elijah Mitchell. You know, he likes Elijah Mitchell on short yard in short yardage and goal line situations. Right. So. I mean, I think the
0: second running back in this game is Debo Samuel, but any short yardage situation, you'll see Mitchell, maybe Mason. But I mean, look, we said that basically over the course of seventeen weeks, and it didn't happen in any of those games, and it didn't really happen in any postseason game. So, for it to happen in the Super Bowl is probably it's probably not going to happen. I don't know. It's how does this game flow? Are the Niners moving the ball early? I mean, do you see them? Does it look comfortable? Is pretty comfortable early? Like, I feel like Brock kind of tells you early on the game that he's going to have. You either see him in rhythm and you know it's going to be a good day out of him or, you know, the first three passes don't exactly land where he wants them and all of a sudden it's, uh-oh, it's, what, what kind of day is Brock about to have? Yeah. If at any point in time you drop the, uh-oh, What kind of day is Brock about to have? The Niners' chances of winning have just gone down dramatically. I mean, looking, crisp early on, I think is very, very important.
1: You know, it's funny. I'm kind of trying to picture what kind of atmosphere it's going to be there. I think it's going to be a raucous pro-Niner, heavy-Niner crowd. If just jerseys on the street are
0: representative of what the crowd at the Super Bowl is going to be, It could be
1: 80-20 Niners fans in there. Right. Which, you know, that could feel like very much like a home game. So um, the Niners could get a little push off the crowd. I think they're bound to start faster. I mean, they started so slow against both Green Bay and Detroit. I think they're bound to start a little faster. Um, It would be great to see the 49ers get a lead. You know, um, I think it's – I think if you – You're only going to be able to really – the Niners have an advantage. The Niner defensive ends, I think, have an advantage against um, the chief offensive tackles. And then I think Mooney Ward has an advantage against Rashi Rice. And and, uh, the Niner DBs, to some degree, may have an advantage over Kansas City's DBs. So what does that mean? That just means that, you know, you may not see – you know, the the Chiefs get to any kind of pass rushing situation where the Niners can put rush on Mahomes unless the Niners take away Pacheco in that short game.
0: Did you hear anything? One of the, the, the questions I got a couple times on Media Row yesterday is, you know, all about Travis Kelsey and how they're going to slow down Travis Kelsey. Are they going to ask Mooney Ward to check Travis Kelsey? Is that an option? Would you take him
1: and just put him on the best receiver? Who is Travis Kelsey? Yeah, you could if you wanted to get, you know, if you felt like, except, you know, none of your linebackers could stay with them. But you do have Fred Warner, who might be the best coverage linebacker in the game. I think Kelsey's going to travel. I mean, uh, Mooney's going to travel with 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 Rashi Rice. And I think you're going to see Warner on Kelsey a lot. And then, of course, you'll see a lot of zone. But, um, you know, the question I think also is how much zone, how much man do you play? Because if you, if you play a lot of man-to-man defense, then Mahomes can run. And if Mahomes can run, then you're talking about big gash plays. That could be bad. That's how,
0: that's, that's how the Niners don't get off the field on third down if that's happening. And we all know that that would be bad news. Hey, welcome. Wake up. It is good to have you here. We are coming to you from the bottom line bets penthouse, baby. Um, it is uh, an unbelievable week in Vegas. Hopefully you can drink in a little of the city behind us here uh, we might be a little, little washed out, but who cares? Because Vegas is really the star here. And if there's one thing that I think everyone is kind of looking at right now, it's that Las Vegas should be the permanent home of the Super Bowl. This city, mm-hmm. like normally a Super Bowl hits a city and it overwhelms a city. This city's like, so, okay, so we're hosting a Super Bowl. What else are we doing on Sunday? Are we doing anything else? Like this city can handle 350,000 people landing to come to a Super Bowl. Like it's nothing. They have 700,000 real estate agents and plumbers come in for conventions that are three times the size of people walking around that are coming to the Super Bowl. So look, give me a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Give me a Super Bowl in New Orleans. And I don't need to see a Super Bowl. I don't think in any other city ever again. I really don't. Like, I, you know, oh, let's go back to Jacksonville. That's ridiculous. Uh, you opened a new stadium. So what? You're not New Orleans, nor are you Las Vegas. Hopefully the NFL... Picks Las Vegas
1: as like a permanent Super Bowl spot. You know, I I think it's a great spot as well. I mean, you're talking about the glitz and glamour of a major event, and it's like you want to make your event bigger and better than ever. Well, haven't Las Vegas. People, you know, not to mention that, you know, now you got Harbaugh in L.A., you got McVay in L.A., you've got Shanahan with the Niners, you've got markets that are on the West Coast that are likely to be in these Super Bowl games in the next decade. If you said, give me the three head coaches that you think might win the most rings in the next decade, I'd probably go with Shanahan, McVeigh, and uh and you're going Harbaugh? Probably Harbaugh. Yeah, probably Harbaugh. So, I mean, you're talking about dream scenario. Anytime you could put the Chargers, the Rams, the Niners in there and have all those people either fly, drive, helicopter, whatever to Vegas. So um, yeah, no I think Vegas would be be great. I mean, it's been in Indianapolis, it's been in Minneapolis. Do you, you know those places it's like, well, we went to the mall the entire time. Right. The food court was
0: big. There's 70 food courts right behind me. Like there's a food court that's bigger than any mall in every single one of these hotels and properties. Um it, this I I figured because I've been to Vegas for some big Vegas nights and it's like, ah, the cab line is ridiculous or it's hard to get an Uber or it's hard to get into that (sighs) restaurant or hard to get into that club. None of it, none of that has happened. It hasn't been hard to move about this town at all for anybody. And I think fans are really enjoying it. And um, it's good to see it's, it's just, it's been great to see the media come together and enjoy it. You know, we, as assembled members of the media are the biggest bitch session you're ever going to see, right? There's going to be the, what what do you not like about this place, Larry? Doesn't Jacksonville suck? Don't you want to say something wrong about Minneapolis? Like, you know, like everyone loves to take their shots. You can't help but be excited to be in Las Vegas. So I think it's put the media in a good mood and maybe even made the media a little lazy. Like I said, there are no real storylines coming out of this Super Bowl. There are no game or game of week of practice things that we've heard about and the turf story was from all the way back on what Monday or Sunday of last week when the Niners actually got here so you know people keep asking this that's a that's a five-day-old story right now and by the way it hasn't been raining that much so the practice field looked really nice in the video where I saw Nick Bosa walking out on it he's like oh it's a nice sunny day and people keep bringing it up because both of these teams have been very professional. They've done their level best to cause no distraction, to say nothing that is going to be the soundbite that is now the soundbite of the Super
1: Bowl. But Everyone's been on their very, very best behavior. Yeah, no question about it. And, and And, you know, I think it was the setup here is genius, right? You've got so much going on at the Strip. And then you got these two teams staying, you know, 25 minutes away, um, you know, in in resorts, basically, where their families can do whatever and they can, you know, they can have their golf and they can have their chill, you know, deal away from away from, uh, you know, Vegas and all the trappings of the strip. But, you know, in a lot of ways, it's the win win. It's the win for the teams because they get these great resorts that are 25 miles away which is perfect it's great for the fans because in reality there's no fan player interaction during super bowl week to speak of really i mean you've got a couple media events but other than that you're just going to revel in it with other fans and um you know i mean it's just it's an awesome thing i mean vegas can can cover it like nobody nobody else i mean the the amount the sheer number of rooms all the things to do the nightlife I mean, that's the thing. I mean, uh, you know, it's going to come to San Francisco. Okay, it's eleven o'clock on a Tuesday night in February in San Francisco. What what are your choices of things you can do compared to in Vegas? You're back in a hotel room. Yes, yeah, you're so- sitting in a hotel room. San Francisco gets sleepy
0: about ten p.m. We all know it. Let's not pretend. Yeah, you know, it's not like the marina can handle three hundred thousand people coming down to it. So it's, uh, it's
1: yeah, um, and the places are just too small, you know, to house anybody. You know, if you're going to have a Super Bowl event, you got to have, a, a, you know, huge amounts of room and right. space. Like, you think the Moscone Center is a big convention center, and then you
0: come to Las Vegas and you realize what big convention centers really, truly mean. I mean, and it's not even the Las Vegas Convention Center. It's the, the, the convention center inside of Mandalay Bay is gargantuan like the spacing of Radio Row, like there's never been wider aisles or more room in between the tables and all the shows that are happening. So I'm telling you, when they hand out their uh, media report card for should we come back, most people are gonna give this an A plus. I mean, it's really been an awesome setting and an awful lot of fun. And again, thanks to our friend Stefan for allowing us this awesome setting from his, we won't disclose exactly where he is, penthouse suite um but it, what a view and that's what that's what Vegas is all about like what a view you can't see that anywhere else in the world but right here so everyone's had just an awesome time and obviously the awards last night we got to talk about this yeah. so let's start with what's really important congratulations to Patrick Willis who is now officially going to the Hall of Fame i've always thought he played the caliber of Hall of Fame player. I mean, he was outstanding. The question was, did he play long enough? Had he played longer? Larry, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but they had to measure the totality of his career and the fact that it never got decorated with any postseason significant wins. I'm glad he got in. I'm glad he got in. He deserves it. He was awesome. It's the only 49er jersey that I actually
1: went out and ever bought. He's a great guy too. I mean, it's hard to beat P. Willis. I mean, what is what is the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Those guys are ambassadors for pro football, and this, you're not going to find a finer ambassador for the game than Patrick Willis. I mean, he, he, in some ways, he was, you know, I mean, he, he was without weakness. He was incredibly strong. He was incredibly fast. He was great in coverage, zone, man. Um, you know, he really, in a lot of ways, changed the game. I mean, if you think about it the way that the Niners defended, you know, in, in the Harbaugh years, I mean, it was Bowman and Willis covering that whole second level. And they're doing it now with Warner and Greenlaw. Uh, but, you know, you can make an argument that Bowman and Willis may have been the greatest two athletes that ever played that position at the same time. Now, right now, the Ravens have Queen and Roquan. Um, it's damn good. Special, special. And Warner and Greenlaw, who you will see Sunday, are real special. Um, and could take over the game. But man, Patrick Willis at his prime before the foot pain started was just a total dominator in every way imaginable. Whipped the tight end, blitzed the quarterback, stuffed the run between the tackles. You want to take on the guard, you know, in an inside run game. You could do that. You wanted to, somebody who could run to the edge. Uh, against the outside zone shut that down that was him I mean the guy was awesome it
0: was easy to handicap what was going to happen from an MVP and an offensive player of the year Lamar is your MVP and Christian McCaffrey your offensive player of the year the very first time a 49er has won offensive player of the year well, well I said it the wrong way he's the second 49er ever to win offensive player of the year Steve Young did it twice yeah so, congratulations to Christian McCaffrey. We all watched him. We know what a spectacular year he really did have. So he was deserving of that. And um, and everyone was happy with the uh, award ceremony. What what a key from Key and peel, one one of those guys. I don't know what was a key or peel. I can't. I, I think it was Key.
1: He was your uh, your your, uh, your master ceremony. And... What What? Um, remember he's doing the the roll call. He's like Balakay. Oh. He's like, uh, my name's Blake. A-Ron, <laughs> a- a- remember? The- <laughs> yes, the, the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, the names. Uh, the uh,
0: One of the great commercials of all time. By the way, there's always somebody who thinks they got a point to make. Like, we're telling you, like, you know, you can't get better views than here. And someone's like, well, you get better views in New York, and you get better views in Colorado. Do you want to be in New York or Colorado in February? Yeah. Come on. Come on. No, it's no, You You want your... You want your Super Bowl in a nice kind of warm weather place. Although, to be totally honest, it's been chilly. It's been really chilly. It's been really chilly, but it's not snow. There's no snow in Las Vegas that isn't brought in
1: by, uh, uh, you know, ordered from someone. <laughs> this was the week, though, you know, you got to bring your warm jacket, right? Because you're, if you're going to be walking around outside, it's, you know, it's pretty chilly. I would say it's in the in the high 40s, but. You know what? It's uh, for a lot of people getting out of the winter, high 40s is like, oh, you kidding me? Bring it on. So look,
0: hit like, hit subscribe. It's great to be with you. Thank you for being here with us. Uh, Obviously, uh, we're very, very excited about this game. We want you to be excited about what we're doing here on Wake Up. And there is more Wake Up officially coming. And Larry, should we tell the people? We got an idea? We got an idea. We're going to be bringing Wake Up to you Three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And this is going to begin and be routine. We're, we're, I think we might take like a little week off after the Super Bowl, kind of relax a little bit, decompress a little bit. Right. But we're going to be bringing you wake up three days a week, and we're going to be going from about 8 30 to 9 45. We're going to keep it tight for you. We're going to make it fit into your morning and into your schedule and do a morning show three days a week, about 45 minutes from 8.30 to 9.15. I mean, it's going to be tight. I mean, it's going to be very tight. Tight. I mean, it's... We were thinking about calling the show, get tight and wake
1: up. Yeah. But then we didn't want to do that. It's going to be, I mean, tight. It's going to be really tight. It's going to be really tight. Would you say the show is loose, Larry? It has been loose, but this particular show... Will be tight, very tight. I mean, very, keeping very that in a uh, very confined box. So
0: that is uh that is officially our big announcement. Uh, but the two of us want to thank you for being incredible, an incredible loyal audience. We've had what w- some guy who is a, a who took you to a steak last night. You and Kevin went to steaks with just a a a, a, a listener, a
1: watcher. Big Mo Easy, Big Mo Easy uh, took us out last night and. Me and Kev and Big Mo Easy hung out and uh, broke bread. One of the the callers from our Wednesday night live stream, yeah. So that was that was a good time. The night
0: before, we were with my pal Stefan of Bottom Line Bets and the penthouse that we are coming to you live from, and Doctor Paul Hughes, who, by the way, my knee—I've been walking an awful uh, around Vegas an awful lot. My knee feels fantastic. Doctor Paul Hughes was with us. Um, Definitely want to thank Ike, who helped procure a room for uh, uh, Team Wake Up, as we've been here all week uh, with him just saying, you, you need to be here. And that was an awesome thing to do. So thanks very much to Ikes. Thanks to Dr. Paul Hughes. Thanks to Bottom Line Bets. And Larry, I know that you've got a lot of people who've been uh, supporting the product that is. And let, let's give the love.
1: Yeah, well, of course, pig in a a Pig in pig a, and a pickle. pickle. The best barbecue in all of Northern California. Check them out in Emeryville and Corte Madera. They're open seven days a week from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. or until they run out. Pig in a pickle. Go get the bar- barbecue. Go get the brisket. Go say hi to Damon and Mary. Tell them the crew sent you. You got two Damons in your life. They're both very important. That's right. Damon Steinbrook is a great man, too. And Sharp Corners, Sports Cards, and Collectibles. Uh, they're located at 205 Cypress Avenue in Pacific Grove, California, down on the Monterey Peninsula. Give Anthony Catania a call. Uh-oh. Kev, which says internal temp high. Allow it to cool. Oh, and our sh- our camera just went down. And like that, they're gone.
0: Change the camera. Let's change the camera. We can change the camera. We can do this. We can we can adapt.
1: Yeah, there you go. Can they? We can adapt. Look at that. Watch this unbelievable look kevin guys. way to go kev one oh it's oh, a different shot. it's a little bit of a different shot there you go <laughs> it's a little... now we look
0: like total goons
1: now yeah now it's uh you know it's uh the charlie's angels theme right though. now you can't quite re- see the the glory of the uh city behind us anyways so there you go there you, um, go. Um, you know... also thank you to valley hill Roofing.net. give them a call 209-481 6851, their Go Green roofing contractor. And both of their uh, websites are listed in the description. Thanks to everybody for supporting the Krug Show.
0: What is somebody, somebody, uh, again, people want to be argumentative. And, and I don't have many of the chats in front of us. And Larry, you're not working the the, the, the chats quite like uh, we normally do when we're doing this from our, our home studios. And we have a little bit more power of how everything comes out. But someone wants to argue saying that. This is not the Patrick Mahomes era. He's not Michael Jordan. Uh, pardon me, sir. What the fuck have you been watching? Patrick Mahomes. In you said six... Willis or Mahomes? No, Patrick Mahomes. He's okay. talking about this is not the Patrick Mahomes.
1: Oh, I think you said Willis. Era. Okay. No,
0: and, and this is quite literally. Definitively, the Patrick Mahomes era. There's never been a player in the history of sports that six years into his career
1: is being discussed as possibly the single greatest of all time. I mean, this—he's the youngest player ever to start four Super Bowls. He's now in—you know—if they win this, he'll be three in five years. Uh, the Chiefs are without a doubt a dynasty. This guy's on the top of the football world widely regarded as the best quarterback of his era so i mean look it's me- you know, it's mega legacy for him he enters into the truth is if he wins this game he then opens up the the brady debate right he's on pace he's going into it. you know who's better patrick or brady um but you know at the same time uh if if uh, he loses this game then he's two and two he's two and two he's been to four super bowls he's won two he's lost two so um, I'm hoping Brock Purdy and the Niners can get it done. I really do believe they can. I understand the people who say they like the Chiefs in this game. There's a lot to like right? There.
0: Look at it this way. If you want to pick the Chiefs, like we're you come up to me on the strip, we're talking football, you pick the Chiefs. I'm not arguing with you. Certainly not going to tell you you're wrong. No chance of that happening. Are we going back to the other cam? Oh, watch this. Double camera shot here. Boom. How's this looking? It's hard to work a mouse upside down and backwards, isn't it, Kev? What's that? We don't want that.
1: We'll just we'll just why don't we just stick with this? We have a third camera we can go to, fellas. The third camera. The third camera is now being unveiled. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, well
0: have we got some uh, supers? We got some chat. Have you got? Can you? Well, well, that's the thing. Can you even do that while we're camera setting up? Well, we haven't actually gotten supers today. Oh my goodness, dude! Do you want us to go play blackjack later or not?
1: <laughs> We've got lots and lots and lots of comments. But no supers today. It's been a low super day. You know,
0: you, you never want to give money to somebody in Las Vegas. That's just how it is. You're like you're having a good enough time. You don't need to, You don't need to be fluffed at this point in time. Oh, a Logitech camera. Very interesting. Yes. There, there we go. Logitech. Let's see if we
1: set this thing up. Jackson Reynolds says, Mahomes is closer to LeBron. He can choke on the biggest stage. Well, but again, th- there's a big
0: difference between the way... Oh, that looks pretty good. That looks good. There you go, Kevin. Um, there's an awfully big difference between an NBA player determining the outcome of a Super Bowl and, and, and an NFL player being solely responsible. I mean, the reason why football is the greatest sport in the world is it's the ultimate team sport, as great as Patrick Mahomes is. That offensive line doesn't do its job if the def, you know if, if they're uh if, if his receivers aren't catching the ball if his running backs not falling forward if his defense doesn't play well you know it it's it, it doesn't happen it doesn't happen where in the nba you can just have a superstar pound the rock and sort of take over a game and just control a level that isn't available In an NFL game. The NFL is not about control. It really isn't. I don't know where I should be looking anymore. Am I? Should we? Okay. That's the camera now. All right. All right. So. Oh, Kevin's like, don't mind me. Kevin, you've done a great job. We have to mind you. You have to mind you. (laughs) Anyways, it's just been a a very cool week here. The awards went off probably in the way that they should Well, the only
1: thing I would say is, I mean, how does Brock Purdy get less MVP award votes than Dak Prescott? I mean, they did play head-to-head. Prescott, you know, had three interceptions or whatever it was. Purdy threw for three touchdowns. The Niners routed in that game, and yet Prescott got more MVP votes than Brock when Brock was on top of more of the offensive categories when it comes to quarterbacks. I That one was a little mystifying, but I Well,
0: guess- you know what happens is people look at the Cowboys and they don't see nearly the amount of weapons that – yeah, that 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 Brock has, that the 49ers have. And I think that that absolutely, if weapons are demerits against Brock, a lack of weapons or is 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 a merit for a guy like Dak.
1: We got this one from Rami Ram. He says, here's 1999. How about that? Oh, by the way, Red Sun 72 has become a member of the initiated. So thank you very much, Red Sun. Red Sun, 72. A little little clap. That's that's absolutely. Little clap, little round of clap. Yeah. Um, all right. We got this one from Terrence Sullivan. He says, put it all on red, boys. Go Niners. Uh, all on red, though, makes me a little nervous. The whole, you know, both sides are red. Right. The Chiefs are wearing red jerseys in this game, you know. Yeah, this <laughs> is going to, that's the other thing, too. We're going to see Niners Chiefs, and it's going to look identical to the last time we saw Niners Chiefs. Niners were in the white. Chiefs were in the red. Now we get Niners in the white again. Chiefs in the red. I'm looking forward to seeing um, um, a game in this place, though, because it's a fast surface. And, you know, when you have fast surface, typically you have points um, and it's gets it could be almost like a track. You know, but here's the thing. I mean, a lot of people think this is going to be a low scoring. But game. is it
0: a faster surface? Because it's still grass. This is not an artificial surface, so I don't know if it is a faster surface. Or but not. I
1: mean, faster than what we've seen. I mean, the the Chiefs and Niners have been playing in cold weather outside. Oh, grass the conditions. Fields. The conditions will
0: be better, yeah. but I don't know. You know, when you say fast surface, I'm thinking like, all right. So now you're at the RCA
1: Dome. Well, and but this, this is a, this is a synthetic surface, right? So, yeah, it's a, all that means is that the blades are a little longer, so it has a better look. It looks more like grass, but it's still synthetic. I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm eager to see. No, this like, is a grass me, field, or it's a grass field. This is a right. grass field. They they they, that's they, right. they, mo- they they pull yeah, it they in. pull that's it
0: right. out, and, and roll it in. So no, that's sure. I cut myself shaving today. Look at that. I'm That's
1: mm. not just that's not such a cut, man. It's a gash. Well, is it? It's not that bad, right?
0: Am I okay. Now I'm trying to fix it,
1: and I'm reverse. I can't. I don't know which way to point.
0: We got James. I don't know what Sullivan to do in the, in
1: the chat here, or James Foster, I should say after Terrence Sullivan, he says, I feel like the Ravens gifted us the game plan to run, run, run. Kyle can also protect the defense and take pressure off of Brock early. I agree. I mean, Baltimore ran successfully and just stopped running. Just like, Hey, you know what? We'll just pass. They were only down 17, seven. They weren't down four touchdowns. Um, and they just, uh, they just eliminated and just said, you know what? We're not going to run. And the dent and the, uh, you know, the, the, definitely the weakness of this Kansas City defense is definitely the run D. So I would expect a lot of McCaffrey early and often in that game. And that's the question I would have is if, if Shanahan who loves balance comes out running and they have success, does he stay with it? Or does he say, you know what? We need more balance. Start throwing the ball around despite the advantages he may have running it. I mean, that's, That very well could happen in this game. If I were... Like, if I could whisper something in Kyle's ear before this game started, it would be... Run the fucking ball.
0: Run the ball. And don't try to prove how clever you are. We all know how good you are at this. The only way anyone will ever acknowledge that you're best at this is when you win that Lombardi trophy. So, if you've got something that's working, don't get a... You know, this whole... He runs plays that he knows might fail to set up a play that he thinks could hit later on in the game. I don't think they got that luxury in this game. And honestly, if the Kansas City Chiefs win the coin toss and elect to kick, I think that that benefits the Niners. We all know that if Kyle wins, he's going to defer. I think they need the ball first. I really do. I think the 49ers need to receive the opening kickoff, take it down, score three at worst, seven at best, and it's 7 nothing 49ers before you get to your first commercial break of the game. I mean, that is Shanahan's formula for winning. But he doesn't like to take the ball first. Does Kansas City take the ball first typically? No, I think, I think, uh, I think they're a deferred kind of a, a philosophy too. Again, the coaches want control of the game. They want to know what happened in that first half and they want to come out and they make the big statement. They're all smart coaches too like that wrap around. You know, hopefully you get the last possession and last score of the first half, the first possession, the first score of the second half. You kind of double up right there. That's what coaches want. But I just think that the tone of this game has to be established. yeah, very early on. And the 49ers offense has to work and work well early in this game. I don't think the Chiefs are the kind of defense that you get a lot better against as the game goes on. As a matter of fact, numbers you, show that the numbers reflect that as dramatically as any great defense you've ever talked about in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs allow, I think, what fewer than seven points in the second half? All year? No, it's
1: seven point seven, I think. Okay. Year. It's, yeah, it's, I mean that's it's really- close. I mean, that's it. it.
0: You're not one of the Things that I heard when I was on Vison yesterday is that if you played the Chiefs under in the second half all season long, you went like
1: sixteen and two. Wow, yeah, yeah. They their defense 15, has been, No, you seventeen games. So fifteen and two. So their defense has been incredible in the second half of games. So they, um, just, and they and they and they've had eight games in a row where they've scored on their first possession. So I mean, if all you knew about Kansas City is they have Mahomes, they have Reed. They're scoring on their first possession almost every time, and they're giving up seven points a game in the second half. Right there, you can see the pressure points. You can see why people like Kansas City in that in this game. Um, the question is, what kind of game is it? To is it a shootout? Is it a track meet? Um, you know, then I, this I is... could see it being high scoring. I mean, I, I absolutely, I absolutely could, because Mahomes, you know, forget their where their rankings are. They're playing good football in the playoffs, so they're scoring. Right. The Regular defense... season doesn't matter anymore. I don't want to
0: hear anything more about any regular season trends or anything like that. The Chiefs, yeah. since they've hit the postseason,
1: have been well
0: phenomenal. Phenomenal. And unfortunately for the 49ers, we haven't seen phenomenal in about a month. It's oh, been a yeah. long time since the 49ers have been living in that playing phenomenal neighbor, neighborhood that the Chiefs are residents of right now. So, you know – it's it's about a, coming out and establishing yourself early in this game i really really believe that they have got to show everyone and i think they got to show themselves larry that they got this yeah and when the niners they start playing with confidence and that machine that system gets rolling there's a reason why they were favored in every single game this year they are an overwhelming football team and when they start overwhelming their opponents, they they win a lot of games. Well, it, it may be as simple
1: as who comes down to who can run it. You know, the Chiefs on paper don't have a good run, D, but they've got a good overall defense. So they rise to the occasion and stuff McCaffrey and make the Niners throw the ball. Or can the Niners, you know, Isaiah Pacheco's run 25, 24 times in two of the three playoff victories. You know, they're going to get a full dose of Pacheco. Can the Niners stop Pacheco if they can? They can probably force Mahomes to pass behind two really questionable tackles. They could probably go sack Mahomes and cause some turnovers and, and win the game. But if if Pacheco is running for eight yards on first down, um, it's going to be a really, really tough game to right. win. Amari um, says, so much Kyle hate in the chat. Name someone who's more valuable to this organization than Kyle Shanahan. Who would you replace him with? Well, look,
0: all the like this is I'm, I'm guessing if you're watching us right now, you're probably a 49ers fan. Right. And look at the utter contempt that fans have for this head coach who has done everything you'd ever want a head coach to do. I mean, seriously, Kyle inherited a, a mess An absolute mess of a franchise. He turned over the roster within two years. And in his third year, first year with a quarterback that he liked, you found yourselves in the Super Bowl. What'd you run into? You ran into Michael Jordan and the Chiefs. So, you know, it was a really good team that did come back. And we just, you know, we now that we know the Chiefs, we're not some, you know, blip on the radar that they've literally defined this decade of the NFL, I I don't think a Super Bowl loss will ever look good, but it's a lot easier to forgive it, knowing how good the 49ers, or excuse me, the Chiefs have been since they beat the Niners in the Super Bowl. Kyle's got more pressure on him than anybody in this city. I mean, I've said it out loud. He cannot get off the plane
1: in San Francisco without the Lombardi Trophy. Well, I mean, it's you you know, every team's different. The 49, he chose to be the head coach of the 49ers. Their standard is they win championships. They've won five, they haven't won their sixth in almost three, you know, three decades. So, you know, nobody's going to be satisfied with, um, you know, a, a championship game win and a Super Bowl appearance. But what's and, amazing is I guarantee you got to have a little, you got to have a little perspective. You're not going to fire them based on that. But at the same time, they're in it for the Super Bowl win. And, you know. That's first, second, and third. Kyle's done it all, but the Super
0: Bowl. The minute he gets that Super Bowl, the amount of Kyle Venom that we'll see in any chat and any show that we host is going to just vanish. Because if all you understand is Lombardi trophy good, everything else bad, I certainly hope he can tick that box for the dumbest among all of us in sports media who think that there's nothing to the journey. There's
1: nothing to consistency does he need it the most of anybody this weekend? Because on some ways you could argue Purdy needs it the most because no. it's like Purdy. Well, because Purdy's Purdy's going to have everybody stop questioning him forever. If he wins this.
0: Game. Oh, it's, it's yes. It's an easier life to walk through. The criticism goes down. The Nick, Wright, He, you know, the, the, the criticisms of Brock Purdy, look at it this way. If he wasn't good enough for you with everything that he produced this year, and then he also produces a Lombardi trophy and that's still not good enough for you. Well, then your standards are just unmeetable. Yeah. You know, you, you cannot be ever satisfied. All you are is constantly complaining. That's not good enough. He's not good enough. I don't like that. You're, 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 you're kind of a sports asshole. <laughs> 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 you know, that's really what it is. So uh, don't be a sports. asshole. Don't be a
1: sports asshole. And okay. I'm
0: telling you that, even i don't want to talk like this this isn't good i don't like putting it out there but even if the 49ers
1: lose don't put it out there please don't put that up but if
0: they do they still had a hell of a year and to be in this game again and in so many nfc title games most teams in football would kill for the level of 49ers failure that makes you sick. You know, like most teams would love
1: what Niners fans tell you is a down year. Yeah. So, and it's just, you know, reality reality. Their reality, every, you know, people can say, oh, well, everybody's got the same standard win and only one team's happy, but not really, because the, let's be honest, the lions going into that game last week, We're going to be, you know, it was a successful year, win or lose. It was not going to be a successful year for the Niners that they lost to the Lions at home in the, you know, championship game. So it's like, I think it's safe to say everybody's got different standards. The interesting thing about this game is that you've got two teams that kind of only will be satisfied with the W. Once you've won the Super Bowl, you know, you're not going to be happy just going there. So Kansas City's looking to finish the job but the Niners are absolutely intent on doing the same. If 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 you wanted to like chalk up whose legacies are riding
0: the most here. Well, again, Mahomes gets to enter some very rarefied air with a third Super Bowl title. Andy Reid but don't you think he can't lose though? Oh no, no, that's the thing. Mahomes is a bona fide NFL superstar, and win, he, lose or draw, right? No one made, no one's going to try to to give him a demerit and tell you what he isn't. Should the Chiefs lose this game? Right. But with a win, again, he gets to that historical level. How many, how many quarterbacks have ever won more than three Super Bowls?
1: Bradshaw, Montana, Aikman. Brady, no, no. Aikman, Aikman won three. You said right. more than three. three. No, three or more. Oh, Aikman. Um, I think we did this last
0: weekend too, and we—Brady, we Aikman,
1: Bradshaw. Yeah, Brady won all of them in this era. Otherwise, right. you know. So Brady, Montana, Bradshaw, Aikman, and and I think Mahomes would be the fifth, and uh, yeah. Mahomes would be the fifth. The Mahomes sorry. would be the fifth. if he, So that's
0: that's that's a short list of quarterbacking greatness to be on. But from just a Niner standpoint, Kyle Shanahan, number one with a bullet.
1: It Jed.
0: Jed oh, I'm not Jed. even thinking of
1: Jed. I wasn't even thinking of Jed. But yeah, I mean, here's I mean, the, the thing. Jed's like, got to escape the Eddie D. Eddie D won championships. Ed, Jed doesn't have one yet. I think Jed's very much a made man in his own family. If he, right now, he owns the team, but if the team loses four in a row, Dr. John York is at practice. If Jed gets this Super Bowl, I think it's his team going forward. And Dr. John's practice visits are just. What do you mean? Like he gets written out of the will if
0: they lose? (laughs) (laughs) you're not it's not you jed we're gonna go hire someone but it's like jed has nothing to lose the 49ers gonna make more money next year whether they win or lose the super bowl like the owners of the
1: team are denise and john that's the truth sure so jed's running the team on their behalf so it's like he could pull out of that shadow and just run the team without them and he does largely anyway but he would a fully escape their shadow. I wasn't here, even thinking of Jed.
0: To me, it's it's Kyle number one with a bullet, and then it's the who goes from yeah, you're probably in the Hall of Fame to you definitively go absolutely first ballot Hall of Fame. Trent Williams. Um, oh, he's there. He's probably, well. That's the thing. He, he might. He's there no matter what. But he's like unanimous first ballot. If if he right. goes if, if he wins the Super Bowl, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I, I think goes to the Hall of Fame with a Super Bowl trophy this year. Uh, George Kittle, I think, is another guy who is running out of time in his career. You know, his body, you can feel it breaking down. His his reputation for changes him to win Super Bowl. dramatically. Uh, Nick Bosa. Nick, how about this? Nick Bosa either gets a sack in a Super Bowl and the Lombardi trophy and never hears about his salary ever again, or he doesn't do either. And that's all anyone talks about for the rest of his career. Is he worth it? Is he worth the amount of financial commitment that the 49ers have made to him? So it would just
1: it's still Brock Purdy at the end of the day, when you think about it, because like Brock Purdy is going to be delegitimized and and minimized and marginalized well it, I mean every eyes you can think right. of it's happened if, anyway. lose. if he wins he's now in that elite group of quarterbacks but I just the thing that I see for Brock is a really
0: bright future no matter what happens in this game I mean obviously you get a
1: Lombardi trophy second year in your league as a starter that's a big deal but I mean like every time this guy's about to lose any game people you know the sports a-holes come out of the woodwork with he's not him, blah, 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 blah. In a lot of ways, this ends, this is the mic drop no, on I'm all Purdy discussion. But they would
0: still say, well, it was Debo. It was McCaffrey. Did he win the MVP? No, McCaffrey got the MVP. I told you it wasn't. Yeah, Brock. I mean, still. There's going to be a level of stupidity around that for sure. And I just think that he's, like, the, he was Mr. Irrelevant. The guy's playing with
1: the most house money you could possibly play with but it's only a movie if he wins the game
0: right right disney calls with a win you you don't you're not even on showtime there with you the go guys. yeah
1: exactly you're skin and Max. all right uh, uh old dirty hungus says love and appreciate the content but ready for talk to end we are to game to begin the team effort gets this done we're too I'm, hashtag I'm f- bang fucking bang i'm feeling repetitive I've been
0: saying the same things in the same interviews with the same questions. What you did you just a, a, need a
1: drink more because then you don't remember what you said. The, the, every, it comes out new. It's it's, it's not, new to me. It's new to you, right? It, <laughs> it's new every time. It's new but, every time. But um, I've been in a Vegas fog for like
0: about two days. How about this? The single best quote about the Super Bowl came from your interview with Steve Young. And you knew that Steve liked what he said to you because I've heard
1: him say it in other places now. And he's retweeted. What did he do, Kev? he 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 uh, put out the ig or Steve yeah yeah taken from bloody
0: hands on ig yeah yeah he, the, and the he,
1: quote he, is is that super bowls are
0: not won they're taken from bloody hands in other words you don't just go out and win a super bowl you have to you have to crush the opponent, and the lamentation of the women, and the, the full destruction of the entire town. And you, I mean, like that's that's what he's talking about. You got to go straight up, Conan the Barbarian, and you, you, it's it, it's rape and pillage time. I mean, that's what Steve Young is talking about. So, the other team Look at this. wants it bad. The other team wants it bad, but you just you got you got to you got to rob them. You got to take it from them.
1: Thanks, Damon and Larry, for the great 49er content this year. I do miss hearing you guys on the radio, but I see your YouTube careers have a very bright future. Twenty-seven, twenty-four, bang, bang, Niner gang. I like, so there
0: you go. You got Jake Moody hitting that big field goal. Oh, is my man Rob C-Note in here? Rob C
1: says, where's the degenerate gambler portion of the podcast? <laughs> well, thanks With to you. c Thanks to you, Rob. We can go be more – we can do more degenerate gambling.
0: Thank you very much, as always. Rob C-Note. He does Rob, not mess around. We
1: he, ca- you know what we call that? Four hands of blackjack. <laughs> there we go. Um, run the ball, Kyle. I feel like if Kyle can dial up the run, play action early, Purdy can settle into the game. With layup throws, they didn't do this against the Packers or the Lions. Yeah, I mean, there's no question they gotta get the ball. They gotta get the run game going in this game for sure. Um, you know, it, to me, what's what's gonna be a couple of things that are gonna be interesting in this game. One is like Jarek McKinnon was activated for Kansas City. Jarek McKinnon is a really nice safety valve, but he hasn't played in a long time. Are they gonna utilize him? Or is he just, like, he can be up in uniform and he's not really a factor? By the way, you want to just
0: talk about, like, what would possibly be the nightmare that haunted Kyle? Because um, remember, Jarek McKinnon, Jet McKinnon was Kyle's first big move. Right, His first real big free agent signing was Jerick McKinnon, who instantly got hurt and we hardly ever knew him. Imagine if he scores a difference-making touchdown in the Super Bowl against you. Oh, that would just be brutal. That would just be brutal if he were a part and played a role in denying Kyle what he wanted. It would just show you, you know, like Kyle would be like, "I told you the guy was good." <laughs>
1: right? I mean, oh man, Samuel pro- Promising said uh, we'd skipped his a uh, pro, Proing, wing.
0: Oh, it's Sammy Proing.
1: Sammy Proing says we skipped his super, and Sammy, you were fucking right we did but we're back and here it is do you guys think we're more relaxed this time around than 2019 and will the last game energy be transferred over to this Sunday I don't know if you can relax in a Super Bowl I don't think the Chiefs are going to be relaxed
0: I I think you can try to look like you're comfortable you can try to look like it's not overwhelming but there's no way there's really just no way in the world to throw the it's just another football game mindset at a game like this. You feel the world watching at a Super Bowl. You feel the world watching you. And I just don't think that there's a way to downplay the stage and just say, well, you know, you just, you know, go take them one at a time, Larry. One at a time. This is another football game. It's just I don't think that that's available as a mindset for anyone now. If, if you're saying that it's just if you're saying that the Super Bowl is not getting to you,
1: you're lying. <laughs> uh you know a couple days here definitely has already gotten to me I'm already pretty gassed Dusty gold says Larry and Damon causing mayhem in Las Vegas thanks to you both for the updates always watching Thank you Dusty appreciate Thank you Dusty appreciate you brother I will all say this I'll also
0: say this just about the you know being here together on YouTube um a lot of people a lot of people have said this is the show that we've wanted. And this is the show that radio never gave to you. And the fact that we have a platform to do this on now is just, it's totally awesome. Like these modern times are certainly changing. Like, you know, media is going to change by lunchtime. It feels like media changes again by dinner. You know, it's just, there's so much revolution of content, how things are distributed now. Um, you could see it on Radio Row. There were more, like content creators and YouTubers and, you know, a whole bunch of people that 10 years ago are not getting credentials, Larry. You're not allowed in. What do you got, a podcast? Super. You're you're not with CBS. Get out of here. You know, like you had a lot of people representing the new media in Radio Row. Every single person who was part of the new media wasn't also including a radio component to their broadcast. But every single radio station, every one of them was simulcasting on YouTube and doing that as well. And I think maybe the, the here's the thing if your radio show sucks, your YouTube show is going to suck too. Okay. That's you can't just throw on YouTube and know, oh, you know what? We're really successful over here now too. No, if your show stinks, your YouTube show is going to stink too. So there's going to be a lot of people who think that they're onto the future but you're really not. You're just taking another shitty show and putting it in a place that everyone can see how inferior the show is. Um, it, 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 it's amazing to watch it all change. And it's amazing to watch a radio industry with an awful lot of people who, you know, are just, I don't want to say dinosaurs, but they're setting their ways. You know, they know their, their entire career has been built around radio and, They don't see how to adapt or change with the times other than just like, oh, yeah, we'll put on YouTube, too. Well, that's that's not just enough. So um, it's just it's been a moment in time. It's certainly a moment in time for the media. And it was playing out in front of our two eyes on Radio Row like I've never seen. I mean, it, it was you could see the world changing through just the prism of Radio Row.
1: Yeah. No, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun yesterday too. By the way, just being down there, seeing everybody. Um, okay, we're at that point in the show where let's make give me give me a bold. I want I want to see people's predictions in the chat, and then also I want give me your bold prediction. Um, give me one bold prediction that maybe is not, you know, it's, it's not it doesn't have to be. Um, doesn't have to be, you know, anything special, but a bold prediction for this game. We changing camera. Don't even change the camera again. We're good. We're good. It's fine. Plus, I mean, you can see the tricep development. Right. No, uh, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I mean, you really—somewhere in there, that guy used to live. All right. Um, give me a bold prediction on this game. You have a bold prediction, a final score, and a bold prediction is what I'm looking for. I'm getting 38 17 Niners. Um, there, yeah, I see one bold
0: prediction Debo MVP. What would Debo Samuel have to do in this game
1: to be the MVP? Have two halves like the first half last last time. He had a great first half against Kansas City in the last Super Bowl 54. And, and then Kyle went away from him. And then Kyle went away from him. Or he only touched it twice. Spagnuolo shut half. it down.
0: Well. I mean, that's the thing. And there is a defensive coordinator that will take whatever is working for you and then take it away from you. And the Niners, again, they're, they're built on the fact that they got more options to play with than anybody else. Well, Kyle's going to have to make sure that all those options are working for him. How about this? Super Bowl MVP, Brandon Ayuk. That would be bold. That would be pretty bold. That's, that's um, a 10-catch,
1: 150-yard, two-touchdown performance, right? Ayuk, in some ways, has been the best niner on the field in a lot of ways. I mean, McCaffrey really stood out in mini camp, but in training camp, Ayuk really stood out. Yeah, I mean, Ayuk has not had a lot of big games. Um, He's had great reception games. He hasn't had a lot of touchdown games. If he could have, like, a nine-catch – 155-yard, two-touchdown performance, and put himself on the map going into free. And it seems like the guys who are about to get paid always seem like they have huge games. So that might be a good call. Ayuk, on the verge of getting paid, now they have to pay him a monster contract because he goes off like Jerry Rice in Super Bowl XXIII. Um I like that. I like that. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with Diamador Lenore you know maybe coming away with a couple interceptions i just think that he's playing at a really high level um uh, the niners have a pretty good idea of where the not where the chiefs want to go you know unlike green bay who had tons of weapons and detroit who had just premier awesome amon a one and laporte is a one and gibbs is a one and all these guys are just awesome number one type weapons rasheed rice is nice but he's nothing super special and I could see um, him and Lenore locking horns in the slot. And I could see Lenore jump in some of those routes. So I'll say maybe a, a Diamond Lenore two interception games, something like that.
0: Could be a bold, I get a bold prediction for cool. you. Prediction. Jake Moody game winning field goal. Oh my God. Mr. Everybody's betting against him. What if he actually comes through for you? How many? I mean, it's amazing
1: that 49er fans are like Jake Moody's going to w- lose the Super Bowl for us. There's no confidence there. It's just he's amazing. missed like three out of the last five kicks. Um, Flaves in the house. Is it? Did you see the interview with Bourne? He told Kyle Sh- Shanahan. Wait, hold on a second. Put it up there. People are rolling in in the chat here. Says he. He says um, he, Kyle Shanahan told him he could win the MVP before last game and left the reception. Said if Jimmy was better, he would have. It could be JJ this year. A little vote for Juwan Jennings. What do you think of that? Juwan Jennings, Super Bowl MVP. I mean, it's a it's a long shot, but he is a money player. He is a big money player. He is, but uh he's he's not even gonna be on the field. I think they're gonna be running two tight end sets. How about this? Flavor underscore reborn restoration says Greenlaw for MVP. It says Greenlaw, 12 tackles, a forced fumble, a pick. He's going to win the MVP. I can see it. Here we go. I, I look at it this way. I think that Dre Greenlaw is going to
0: lead this team in tackles because it's up to Fred Warner to just chase Travis Kelsey anywhere he goes. If, if Fred Warner is shutting down Travis Kelsey and leading this team in tackles in the same game, maybe he would get the consideration.
1: Oh, I know. Jesus Manuel Meza Garza says, "Larry and Damon over 2.0 alcohol level during the Super Bowl broadcast." No, so no, I'll be at. I'll be watching this thing on, on the couch with the kids.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm also. We're we're both leaving on Saturday. We're going to be doing our shows from our normal locations night of the Super Bowl. Um, and you know, you just you don't want to be drunk covering a sporting event, N- like not 2.0 mm-hmm. drunk. No. You know, a little little beer buzz never hurt anybody, but uh, no, I don't think we're going to be very drunk covering the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah,
0: getting drunk. When was the last time you got drunk during a major sporting event? Uh, Indiana, Maryland, National Championship Game 2000. I threw up at halftime. <laughs> was
1: that Lonnie Baxter and Juan Dixon in the boys? That was, that was Steve Blake and Juan Dixon. Oh, Jesus. Oh,
0: God, that hurt that hurt. I drove from Connecticut to Bloomington to watch that game. So there's nothing quite like losing a national championship and then having a 16-hour drive
1: back. <laughs> that sucked. That doesn't <laughs> suck That sucked. Um he who collects Kittle's three touchdowns. What does it say? 35-24 Niners win. Okay, I can see that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um do you think it's more of a shootout or do you think it's it's a little more low scoring?
0: I think it's a little bit more low scoring because the Chiefs got a defense that lives up to their reputation. And I think that the 49ers defense is about to find themselves. At least I certainly hope that they do in this game. They're better than they played. They're better than they played. It's time for the Niners to stop being better defensively on paper than on a football field. And I, I really hope that we see that on Sunday.
1: Ralt DeSimo Throws 1999 your way. Says just got off the graveyard shift a couple of uploads hours ago. Had to stay to listen to the last wake up before the Super Bowl. First team to 30 wins the game, fellas. Uh, Do not Niners bring their a game. There is no doubt they take this Brock for MVP. All right, no doubt. I like I like to talk. I like the confidence of no doubt. Um, Chris Tofer. Says, love your show, guys. You've been my entertainment to work at work all year. Thanks and go niners. Thank you. And by the way,
0: if you haven't been watching the whole show, Larry and I have already made the announcement. We want to tell you again that Wake Up has been so well received. And by the way, it's a little bit of an industry rag, too. There are people in the Bay Area media are watching Wake Up. Like right now, I guarantee you, there's some tired Niner beat writer laying in their hotel room bed with their laptop open on their belly watching this right now. I mean, people around this team, the 49ers are paying attention to wake up. We know that because it's no longer cold. 49ers wake up. (laughs) Um, But um, we are going to be bringing you this show three days a week.
1: Larry, is the show going to be loose or tight? It's going to be very tight. I mean, you know, just think of a box, but just a tight, very tight box. The streamline. We were going to call the show a tight box, but it was taken. It, and you'd be surprised the kinds of businesses that would take that... Uh, the the, that the websites that pop up yeah. when you go to tightbox.com. Seriously, it's very surprising. But at the same time... Um, you know, definitely perplexing. By the way, you know where there aren't a lot of tight boxes?
0: Where's that? Right behind us. Yes. Uh, anyway, so uh what we have is we totally screwed <laughs> up our it, grandiose announcement.
1: We're keeping it into a
0: tight box, but we're going to have Monday, Wednesday, Friday wake-ups beginning about a week after the Super Bowl. We are going to get you through this offseason to the next season. Obviously, the focus will... You know, go to the Warriors. I'm looking forward to dipping into basketball season. It's been a long football. Corey season. Corey Joseph
1: for a second, Dunley not not being left out of not, the not uh, messing around, Larry not messing around with not, the trade festivities. Not messing around. Corey Joseph to
0: for a second round pick. Hey, whenever you can save Joe Lake of about three million dollars, you got to do it.
1: Um, Monte Ellis was a second round pick. That's right. Gilbert Arenas was a second round pick. Some guy named Green. What was the second-round pick? Jokic. Second Jokic. Round Jokic. They just got Jokic.
0: Oh, they traded for Jokic? Corey Joseph for Jokic. That's a good deal. Not, probably not for the Nuggets, but, the, <laughs> you know, Dunleavy really comes out on top there. But not only are we going to be dipping into basketball, there will be some Giants talk. What? Probably less than ever before, because that's sort of who they seem to be these days. But Farhan,
1: we, get me Jorge Soler. That's got to be easy, right? God. Go get Jorge Soler. It's February the 9th. When are you planning on signing this team? Um, but Wake Up will be
0: coming to you three days a week, 8.30 to about 9.15. We're going to keep it under an hour. Tight box. Tight, tight box. Tight. And we're going to make it fit into your morning. We're going to make it fit into your work day. We're going to make it fit into your lunch break. If you couldn't <laughs> watch us live, it still be the perfect thing to go to lunch with. Baby, so- it's
1: going to fit. Well, of course it is. I'm looking at it.
0: That's def- that's going to fit a lot of places.
1: <laughs> uh, it's going to be good, though. It's going to be good. Um, tell your tell a friend. Remember Alta Beta? Uh, um, what was that guy's name? T- you know, he used to be married to Suzanne Summers. Tell a friend. Um, morning. Wake up. Wake up with Damon and Larry. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So three days a week. Three days a week of wake the fuck up. Very aggressive. Right. Very aggressive. Very tight box. Super tight. Um, all right, here we go. We got this one too from four for the snowflakes. Lost the Super Bowl. I felt Kyle tried to prove his critics wrong on the Jimmy narrative. Not able to throw for the win when we should have run the ball. And he worries that Kyle will do the same, considering Brock's critics. Kyle has learned, um, has Kyle learned from the Falcons in the last Super Bowl oh uh, you know it's I think a good first of all it's a good question yeah it is a good question and i
0: and i i'm leaning he towards trusts, kyle's learning his lessons
1: he trusts brock to throw it more
0: than jimmy though i don't look at it this way there's no mission other than win the game i don't think that there's a side agenda There isn't a let's get the critics off this guy's back or let me show you what Brock can really do or Christian McCaffrey can really do. Like this isn't about giving anybody style points. This is winning the game because that's all anyone's going to remember. Tom Brady threw for 500 yards in a Super Bowl that was lost, for goodness sakes. So, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't care about style points. I don't care about statistics. You know, obviously, if you've got some over-unders on some prop bets for guys, you do. Uh, not, Kyle's made zero plays uh, on the strip this week, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle, Kyle's made no over-under bets on anybody's prop totals. So it's just about winning the game. It's just about winning the game. That's all it is. It better be just about that. And that better include Kyle not trying to show the world how clever he is. If McCaffrey is winning in the running game, don't go away from it but for that big play-action moment where it's, hey, diddle-diddle, George Kittle in the middle. that's Just stay with what's working. Until Spagnolo takes it
1: away from you, don't take it away from yourself. Yeah. Now, if you're running it down their throat, don't just start dropping back to pass. Terrence Sullivan says, what's one of your favorite prop bets? CMC with a pass attempt plus 1,100 is mine. It's not um, bad. I'll, not... I'll give you my my underdog picks. My under, I went with Juwan Jennings over than wh- higher than one and a half receptions, two catches. It's a winner. Yeah, Travis Kelsey with an anytime touchdown. Oh, I can't even believe that's on the board. Patrick Mahomes higher than twenty five point five rushing yards. I went with Brock Purdy higher than one and a half passing touchdowns. I think he'll have two, and Kittle higher than four receptions. Those are good. Those are all. And you got them played together, like tied together in a parlay. Yeah. For underdog. But any of those would be good prop bets. How about this? Uh, Reba McIntyre is a notorious slow singer. (laughs) I would go against the uh, anthem time. Okay. I did. I, I've not been tracking Reba's tendencies. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll stop, she'll stop and get a ham sandwich. I mean, you know, I mean, she's, she doesn't keep it tight. She doesn't keep it tight. Not a tight mover at all. Um, We are coming to you from the bottom line bets penthouse
0: suite high above Las Vegas. And my man Stefan was on something that I thought was interesting. What was it? McCaffrey, 16 and a half carries. I think that's already moved. I think that's up to 18 and a half now. I hope you got it when you talked about it. Cause as soon as you said it out loud, I'm like, oh, that sounds like that's coming. We had
1: 17 against Green Bay, had 20 against Detroit. I think he'll have more than 20 in this game. By the way,
0: go to bottomlinebets.com. And sign up today if you'd like all of Stefan's plays. He continues to be on his heater. Uh, again, the view from the man's penthouse suite should tell you all you need to know about bottom line bets and the investment that it could be for you.
1: Sucker Free is in the chat. He says, Larry, I want to pick the Niners to win, but I don't trust that. I don't trust Wilkes in that soft zone uh, that he loves to run. He must put five in the box. Yeah, I mean, do you put five in the box and go with a, a kind of a man coverage on the backside? To me, it's like the big wrinkle of this game is what does Steve Wilkes' defense look like against Kansas City's short, quick game? If right. if the if they if they lay back and allow Kansas City to methodically move the ball down the field with no resistance on the first drive, that will be a fucking bad sign. That would be a bad sign. It, it look they the Niners
0: have been rough around the edges on all these behind the line of scrimmage screenplays that they've seen the last few weeks. I mean, I joke that Luke, I'm I'm joking around with my buddy JT, the brick about how the Raiders just hired a dead on arrival offensive coordinator and Luke Getze. And I hope you like tunnel screens, tunnel screens when they're working are great plays. They really are. And if Andy Reid is dialing up with great success. His screen game, and he's maybe got the best screen game there is. Steve Wilkes needs to make an adjustment. He just cannot sit back and take it. He's got to get aggressive. And, he, you know, this is the game where it doesn't sound like a good idea to put a zero blitz on, but you 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 got to get to Mahomes. And it's getting to Mahomes in the postseason is next to impossible. It's next to impossible. I think he's been sacked once now in his last six postseason games. Oh, I know. And it was the one time, was what the Ravens did. So um, get to Mahomes, tighten up that screen game defense. That's really the focus of this show, Larry. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. It's a Super Bowl. Um,
1: Tighten it up. Um, did you hear the Niners organization gave every player and coach a, a, a Peloton bike and shoes? I guess NFL rules allow Super Bowl <laughs> gifts to players under about 1700 in value. I was about to say,
0: Peloton. Uh, here, here's something that no one's doing Can, anymore. Peloton.
1: Kevin, we've we got a
0: battery situation here. We need a plug-in. You might want to plug in your PC. If the battery's
1: getting a little low. Uh...
0: Hey, you know what, Kev? Tighten it up.
1: Tighten it All up. All right, Kev, tighten it up. We can't even read our supers because our screen has gotten our screen is
0: frozen and angry
1: at us. It's very dark. It's a dark screen.
0: There we go. You can click now. Oh, you know oh, what? Look at that. It just got tighter.
1: Look at that. It's beautiful.
0: By the way, so if the 49ers do win this game, do you think we can
1: sell tighten up t-shirts at at the parade? Yeah. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. Um Steve, you know, wake up in a tight box. Steven C. Woodson picked the Niners. He made a great point saying the 49ers were in a funk midseason and came out of the bye on fire. He thinks the 49ers follow suit again. Would that be Darren Woodson, Rod Woodson, Ray Woodson, Charles Woodson? I hope it was Ray Woodson. I hope it was Ray Woodson. Um, Tracy Wolfson. Adam Montiel says, just here for the tight box jokes. Enjoying the show. Thank you. Look at that. See? You throw tight box jokes. He says, you know what? I got $9.99 for those guys. What do you got?
0: You got crisp football analysis or tight box jokes? I know what I'm here for.
1: Well, it was, things were going well. Uh, Steven C says, I like my shows like I like my women. Very tight. Toy, keep tight. Keep it tight. Tight like you, a tiger. There you go. Um, you know, what can we say? Uh, G two the universe. Do we have access to the torch if we win this game? Who would we have to pay for that? Lol, Papa does that honors. Um, I think JT the Brick might be able to get us some torch time. So that's the that's the uh, the undying flame of Al Davis. I think they're it? having like three
0: former Raider greats come out and light the torch. It's like Belitnikov and. Khalil Mack. No. <laughs> no, but it's 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 uh I, I think they're gonna do oh, some Sebastian
1: fl- Janikowski. Yeah, uh, s-
0: some former Raider greats are gonna be part of the torch lighting ceremony. The question was, will the torch be on? It will be on. Um who do you think Mark Davis is rooting for in this game? He's rooting for the 49ers. He is he is absolutely rooting for the 49ers. JT the brick, who in one of the best videos that we haven't even put up yet from Radio Road that it's gonna be on. Has Wayne the Newton team. in it. Wayne Newton, folks. Wayne Newton. Shaking hands with this guy. Wayne Newton initiated the handshake. I didn't even reach out for Wayne. He reached out for me. I think beautiful. I think it's
1: safe to say Wayne's had some work done.
0: Wayne has tightened it up. Wayne's tightened Wayne it up. Wayne has tightened it up, no doubt. He's, um, he's, he's unique looking. He is a unique looking human being. But what were we talking about before that? Uh, oh, no. So JT the Brick JT just the Brick. said that the, the nightmare scenario, the one thing that cannot happen is Patrick Mahomes smoking a victory cigar in the Raiders' home locker room because he just won a
1: Super Bowl. And I'm I'm down with that. We can't let that happen. Yeah, so
0: whatever whatever Mark Davis can do to help the 49ers win this game, I'm sure he'll do
1: it. Mark, get out of P.F. Chang's and get working. (laughs) Watchtower 1001. (laughs) Seems the magic number for the 49ers this year is 31 points. Do you guys agree? How do we get to 31 points? Um, example: two McCaffrey touchdowns, Four. one Kittle touchdown, one IU touchdown, and a field goal. Well, I got 31 I, 20. I got 31 20 Niners. ers uh, Niners are going to get to 31. Chiefs are going to get to about 20. So you got a, you got a win and a cover. I do. I mean, you just it's, that's a tight bet. I do. I <laughs> um, I'm not sure what I'm actually going to wager. I like Steffens. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, Stefan likes the Chiefs over. So he likes the Chiefs over oh, the individual over. So yeah. that's 23 and a half. So that would my that would that would go under. I could see it being 3124, but I think the Niners cruise in at about 31. Look at it this way. Since we're coming to you today
0: from the bottom line bet's penthouse suite, we'll move Larry's guest to 3124.
1: Did I say thirty-one twenty? Fuck me. No, I'm gonna 31-24. say thirty-one twenty four. That's it. Of the country T-bone that I had earlier tonight Look at it this way. Earlier this week on Steph.
0: When you walk around here, when you talk to the sharps, Great and I place, was over by the way, I love that place. I was over at uh I was at VCN, which is the Vegas Insider Sports Network. Right. Over at Circa, which is just the
1: most gorgeous sports book.
0: That thing is monster.
1: This is when me and Kev were uh ripping it back with Mo Easy, big Moe Easy. Yeah, you
0: guys were getting stakes. I was working hard. Uh, but I did get to talk to a few guys who really operate in that gambling space. All of them are on the Chiefs. Right. Every sharp is on the Chiefs. Everyone thinks that this is like, it might be easy. So No, you know, it won't be easy. I yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think it's going to be easy either. But an easy win, you know, uh, just in terms of a gambling standpoint, you're not sweating out. the. I mean, that's the thing. They're not saying it's an easy win. It's just it wasn't a hard sweat. They think that they the, the, the sharks that,
1: like the Chiefs To lot. me do, the only thing, only question is over or under. Do you like over the total or under the total? What is it again? 47
0: and a half.
1: 47 and a half. See, this is what that's I'm like taking right on the number. Cheese plus
0: 9, cheese plus 9.
1: Yeah, I was going to say I was going to say 40 and a half. Yeah, exactly. That's that's <sighs> that's if you're looking for the easy cash bet. The chiefs on the teaser especially in the seven and a half point teaser where you could go to a like seven to seven. but I mean we've uh, max. well the, the, a I, nine. yeah if you get the super tease. but I mean if you can get seven and then you add two plus two and a half you get nine and a half but I mean I have a, I have one teaser I do, do with a seven and a half point teasers you can get ten Chiefs plus ten to the you know tease it down from forty seven and a half to 40. And go over yeah, is a freaking it's minus
0: 175
1: bro. Yeah, no, I know. It's not. You're not yeah, great in numbers. Stefan's telling me about how bad my wagering is. I get it. I understand. Um, all right, it's a nice little confidence boost. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Well, no, you're going to cash, but you're not going to cash a big number right. on that if you take the teas. Ru- Run the ball, Kyle says. How aggressive will Kyle be inside the forty on fourth down, especially if Moody misses an early one? We have, we've won by three in both playoff games. He's my biggest fear. I actually kind of think that Moody's struggles might make Kyle go for it more, and going for it more is more in line with kind of the modern-day, uh, you know. Uh, Look, you're beating the Chiefs with touchdowns, not field goals. Yeah, so go So for it. go for it. Go and I'm it. telling
0: you, Larry, it's against his tendency. Special teams fake. The, <laughs> the I'm telling, steal a possession. Yeah. Steal a possession if you can. I think the 49ers should play this game like they're the underdog in their own minds. They should play this yeah. game like they need to cheat the game in order to win this game. And if they're
1: playing really good football and they steal something from the Chiefs, that's how they win. The Niners need to, let's be totally honest about this. The Niners played with much more urgency in the second half against Green Bay and Detroit. If they don't play with that level of urgency in the first half, they won't win. Well, and look, if you're not motivated to come out all guns firing in a Super Bowl,
0: like fuck you, you don't deserve to win. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl. You shouldn't need any motivation. You shouldn't need any like, hey, are you up for this one? Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. I'm up. I mean, Chase
1: Chase Young, you would think wouldn't have needed to any nudging to get ready for the NFC Championship game, and he apparently did. So, you know, um, can I give you a theory of mine? Sure. I think that Kyle Shanahan told him to dog it on a couple
0: plays no 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 i think that kyle shanahan is very happy that you asked him that question
1: yeah he he was i think because he could have dodged yeah and instead he's like no man it's not our culture at all and the next day wilkes is talking and lynch is talking and it became a massive
0: talking point in the media and sometimes a really good way to get get a ring maybe if jay
1: shan goes off do i deserve a ring
0: maybe not like the real ring that the players get, but you get one that Joan and payroll gets. It does like two big the Marty Lurie ring.
1: So you get the Marty Lurie ring? You get the Marty Lurie ring. Sarge. And I Chase get the Marty Young. Lurie ring. If Chase Young gives me three sacks and two passes batted down and a fumble recovery, the Larry Kruger nudge Chase Young uh, ring. And it could, it could have Chase Young's name inside of it. Even have the Niners won a game that Brock Purdy
0: has had a pass deflected in at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they definitely
1: have. Because that, that to is a just bad a bad
0: sign. sign. You just don't yeah. want, you, you don't want Purdy's sh- passing lanes getting shut down.
1: Can they block Chris Jones? And My he's God. really good. He's Chris Jones. really good at shutting down passing lanes. Could we get lucky and like Chris Jones has like a really bad, like, you know, sinus infection and can't go or something? Or... By the way,
0: yes, the 49ers have won a game for sure that a pass has been batted down in because... Hutchinson batted down a pass, and they obviously yeah. beat the Lions.
1: Yeah, and then Brock had passes batted down in a couple of games that I think they won. Uh, for the Snowflakes, he says, thoughts on being on camera after decades on the radio? It's a lot rougher on you than it
0: is us. We've yeah. been living with this every day. Now you have to see what it looks like. We're sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I By just the way, bringing go- my good looks to the audience is just, you know, this face is made to be seen.
0: Maybe we can get the Wayne Newton treatment.
1: <laughs> How's Vegas? It's great. People Thank are asking where much. Kev is. Kev, can you can you make a brief appearance on camera? Uh, this is there. You go, Kev Kruger. He Ladies. does great work, folks. Look at that. Look at that hair. Look at that hair. He's a pompadour. All right, um, we got Anthony here who says. Kyle needs to pound it, pound it, pound it. Run the ball, Annie baby. Do you it for we, Annie baby. Absolutely. We can't replicate that here. You know, I, I don't have to, this. This is the one day we couldn't go there, and we went there. Uh, Rakib Jumani, great show as usual, gentlemen. Been phenomenal season. Larry loved your interview with Steve Young. I know you did one last year as well, which was also great. Thank you, Rakib. Um, Steve is great, no matter who he's on with. I think that's the moral of that story flavor underscore reborn restorations with the short time between the last game and the Super Bowl what changes could they make within that time to change that t- change the tide we have two weeks you don't have short time um see what's he referring to there? well I don't know what change well I mean
0: do you your practice I mean it, here's the thing there's not a lot that changes once a year begins Your change occurs in an offseason. Maybe you get an impact of change if you trade for the right player, like they did for when they traded for McCaffrey. But to change at this point in time, to do things differently, you don't get, you don't reach the Super Bowl
1: and change, change it up. You stick with what got you here. Yeah. That's, that's, and that's the thing about these teams. It's like, we're, there's a lot of people that know the names of the Chiefs and are like, oh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. The reality is this has not been a vintage Chiefs team. Mahomes has 14 picks. He's been really good in the last five games, but their offensive tackles are crap. They don't pass block. I'm well. going to push back on that just a little. They're often penalized, but if they're not getting flags, they keep Mahomes clean. Well, they're Mahomes, not also, but Mahomes is getting rid of it right now. I mean, right now against the Ravens, he did not take a single seven-step drop. If he took one five-step drop, I didn't see it. Everything was coming out short. So it's like it's not even about those tackles. It's like this game, you the first thing you have to do is stop Pacheco and all this quick stuff right off the line of scrimmage. If you don't stop that, you're, they're never once going to drop back to pass. They don't need to. If they drop back to pass, then they expose their tackles to Bosa and some outside rush if you can just, if you can just, as you're drifting back, go Kelsey, boop, Rasheed Rice, boop, little flip to the flat to Pacheco, handed to Pacheco, and the Niners can't stop that. They're not going to do anything else. So that's why hugging up on their short stuff early and taking away Pacheco is so vital. If you do it, now it's a game. But if you don't do it, that's all Mahomes is going to give you. And he can play that game at such a high level that he's not going to turn it over. When you're throwing three-yard passes to guys standing right there, there's not a lot of hope for turnovers or sacks there. So well, and I you also can neutralize th- the Niner
0: rush by doing it. I also think it lends a little bias to not throwing that holding penalty. Yeah. You know, if the ball is out so quick, well, then whether he held or not kind of irrelevant. And before I can even reach for the flag, the ball's out, so maybe it wasn't. There wasn't a single holding penalty called on the Chiefs offensive line in 2019. I've heard that brought up as, oh, there's something that the Niners are still complaining about. Like, they're complaining about a Super Bowl from four years ago. means they're not focused. No, they know what they're doing. They're putting that out into the world. And hopefully it gets to, was it Bill Vinovich doing this game? Right. Hopefully it gets back to Bill Vinovich that everybody knows that you let some holding murder happen in that first Super Bowl between these two teams. And everyone's going to be watching it. Like, Bill Vinovich, we are going to be watching this and we're going to be talking about you. So that's it's like Phil Jackson talking about the officials in between games. He's just setting the stage for the next game.
1: Whatever, uh, whatever do whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. Whatever, dude says 3128 from Steven in the 408 Niners. There you go. Flaves in the house. He says, I love Mitchell under one and a half carries. No way he touches the ball unless something happens to CMC. Yeah, but, you know, this would be a hard-hitting game and CMC could easily take a couple hard hits. The other thing in this game is if you think there's a chance the Niners win this game, they could give the ball to Elijah Mitchell just in the fourth quarter. They trust him in that role. Bomber 78, you guys are freaking hilarious. I love it. How are you both feeling about a Niners win now that it's just a day and a half away now? Two nows.
0: Again, I I got it. I I have said this before and I I'm talking myself into the Niners. My gut tells me Chiefs. My gut tells me Chiefs. I think mean, you're wrong. But I'm talking myself into the 49ers, and I really hope that the better football team, which they've been billed as, shows up in this game and prove that it's 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 not a you know, Patrick Mahomes is that individually good that an entire football team is how you win championships. And I hope that it carries the day. I hope that it carries the day, but I, I have to talk myself into the Niners. And when I talk about it, like I, I start seeing the paths to victory and I I, I I, don't think that they're dead on arrival. I certainly don't think that the Niners got no shot in this game. Uh, technically the Carolina Panthers would have a shot in this game. Any given Sunday, anybody can come and beat anybody. Anybody can have a bad day, an off game. It happens. They can't turn the ball over. How about this, Larry? The Niners are going to one turnover. You're probably losing the game. I just don't want to lose any of these super chats here. I know. I know. You're not. I, I, I didn't feel like you were ignore, ignoring me. I can see what you're doing.
1: I'm, I'm super chatting down here. And we've had... Uh, oh, whoa. Hold on. It's, uh, it's abnormal. Um, B.S. Wintex says, if Larry was a cartoon character, he'd be Elmer Fudd. Well, Damon would be Bugs Bunny.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay.
1: You know, I, I just I, I think now we're getting real controversial. Um, okay, there were I thought I saw some supers up here that we didn't get to, and I hate to not get to uh, all of the. Didn't you? You starred them all, right? I know they're all starred, but I mean, I saw one here about Stephen Sweet, and I didn't, did Do we get to that? I don't know. Elmer Fudd. I know. Well, it's you know it's, it's not really a compliment. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. Bugs Bunny, thank you. I mean, iconic. I I'll know. take it. I the Elmer Fudd thing I think was kind of a shot. It was honest. a little bit of a shot. I mean, okay, we see so yeah, we have we have we've got some here we didn't get to. Um, I know we got
0: the Rob C note out there, so that's that's the okay. Most wait. Thing.
1: Yeah, but then we didn't get to this one. Um, here we go. Did we get to this one from James Foster? Bold prediction, Kinlaw blocks a field goal. No, I, that, that is, the, you know what? I'm glad we got to
0: that. That is the boldest prediction you're going to get. Kinlaw field goal block.
1: Um, <laughs> sure. We got the graveyard. Well, look, while Larry's
0: looking for other ways to make sure we say thank you for you supporting this channel, thank you for supporting this channel. Uh, both of our channels with super chats and your generosity there. Uh, memberships available uh, on Larry's channel and mine. Again, that is an extra layer of real, real support that is that mean that is very meaningful. But just hit like and subscribe. I mean, you don't want you don't want to spend any money on your YouTube show. That's fine. Go ahead, like and subscribe when you see us up and, and at it, and when Wake Up officially relaunches. Uh, a couple weeks after the Super Bowl and it becomes a three day a week, 45 minute, very toit show. Uh, that's when you're going to need you know, to get the algorithm on our side with all those likes, because we're not going to be doing these two hour, three hour long shows that Larry and I are famous for doing together. Uh, we're going to keep it tight, which
1: means we need a lot of people to get in, get in, get in and get out, get in, donate quickly and get out. Maybe we should start talking to the younger part of the audience. Kids, do you know where mom's? versus <laughs> do you know she does she have a credit card
0: in there can you read 12 digits in a row or was six six 16 numbers in a credit card can
1: yeah. you send the super chat over to damon and larry thank you james foster says the 49er defense is due for a hell of a game i like that uh um, they really
0: i mean here's the thing you know what you're not wrong they're due for a big game when the niners are at their best the defense is felt all afternoon. Um, when they're at their, might
1: lose this game worst, they're just out there. What's the pivot point if they don't win the game? Because they're not going to, Kyle's not going to blame himself. So it'll probably be the defense being blamed. Does Wilkes get the axe if they lose the game and give up a bunch of points? If Stefan's right and the Chiefs over, you know, caches and they score 28 or 30, and either win the game or just the defense doesn't play well. Is Wilkes come back next year? Is- Do you feel
0: like Kyle pretends to like Wilkes than he really does more than he really does? I guess. Probably. Probably. I mean, I don't think Steve Wilkes has done a bad job. No. But he he coaches this defense in sort of the reverse natural order that it's been built the defensive line should be the star of the show. Steve Wilkes wants his secondary to be the star of the show. And I just think that's where the, like the tug of war for the soul of the 49ers defense has kind of happened there, right? Well, there's, yeah. And, and the most honest to God thing is, well, the team is built with this defensive line. that's very well paid and highly drafted. And Steve Wilkes is getting an awful lot of it out of very young secondary. The truth is the two best players on the 49ers are right in the middle of those Levels of defense, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. It, I mean, you you want to build a defense around those guys,
1: no doubt. Um, food for thought. This was something that that uh, people who want to rip Steve Wilkes, the people that say, "Hey, you know, he's not D'Amico. He's not as good as Sala." All right. The last time the Chiefs faced the Niners, D'Amico Ryan's was the defensive coordinator. The Kansas City had six straight six straight touchdown drives. They put up forty two. On D'Amico's defense, and the Niners had their worst DVOA performance since 2000 and something. Right, it was their worst defensive afternoon in three years. And then under Sala, Kansas City in the Super Bowl put up 31 and came back from a 20 to 10 deficit, scored 21 points in the last seven minutes. So, you know, he hasn't necessarily had a great run. I've and never,
0: I've never heard an offensive coach get labeled for more defensive failure and, and it had the blame attached to him. Kyle's an offensive coach. He always has been, always will be. The 28-3 lead, by the way, he wasn't the head coach, and no no coordinator offensively or defensively has ever gotten more credit or blame for winning or losing a Super Bowl. Maybe Buddy Ryan got a lot of credit for winning
1: the Super Bowl. In it's 89. a great Barstool shirt, by the way. I own it. 28-3 on the front, and then Course the final score in the back. It's a good shirt. It's, it's a good, good shirt. shirt.
0: But they put up 28 points. Like you Kyle did his job. And you can say, Well, he, he you know, Matt, you don't know if Matt Ryan might have audibled out of what Kyle had sent in there. They should have just kept running the ball. They could have kept running the ball. You know what the Atlanta Falcons could have done? They could have played a little defense up 28 to 3. They yeah. had a 25-point lead to protect. How the offense is supposed to protect a 25-point lead. Like I get it, it all goes together, it all fits together. I get it. You don't have to explain it to me. He
1: could have been a tad more uh, conservative. He got, he got a little, got a little
0: pass happy, and maybe that has led to him becoming a little too conservative at times. And hopefully, in this Super Bowl, we will finally be able to say he's
1: figured it out. He's the last it. time Mahomes was sacked five times against a uh, was a Wilkes led defense. So. So maybe Steve Wilkes has got the number of uh, Patrick uh, Mahomes, and we'll shut him down. Maurice Stallworth, Stallworth, Stallworth says, I think Brock is special. It's not an accident that he wears Marino's number and plays for Joe's old team. In my opinion, the best of both, and he will only get better. You guys are great, by the way. Thank you very much, Maurice.
0: Some people call me Maurice.
1: There you go. It's a great song. Um, what is the Pompatis? The Pompatis of Love. Steve, but, you, but if Steve I asked Miller. you to
0: define the word Pompatis, what does it mean?
1: Uh, Pompatis, if you use it in a sentence. No, uh, I have no idea.
0: <sighs> I don't know what a Pompatis is. I had too much I've been st- singing it my entire life. I still don't know what a Pompatis
1: is. Kevin, yeah.
0: what's a Pompatis? I don't know what a Pompador is. You yeah, do?
1: There you go. you you got a curly Pompador. Nick J says, love the show. My bold prediction, J.P. Mason scores a touchdown. Niners twenty-seven, Chiefs twenty-three. Keep it tight. How's and how's the slot? Yes. Wow.
0: Nice. By the way, the slot has not been good to me here in Vegas. I have activated three different wheel of fortune machines with my hundred-dollar bill, which is always the best way to turn on a slot machine. But I'm 0 for three. I'm down three hundred on the wheel of fortune. You're doing a hundred-dollar slot.
1: Yeah. Get you. Yeah. By the way, I'm this guy over here up
0: about 400 on the blackjack table. So we're gonna come out of here with about 100 bucks. Look at you! Come out of here with about 100. Twenty five dollar tables? I caught. Uh, no, I was sitting at a fifteen dollar table. Fifteen dollar table because we we're. I, I was playing at the strat uh, where we're staying. So they're not gonna. You know, they're they're not gonna price out the riffraff because the riff raff is all they got. So it was uh, a they, fifteen dollar table. And, they appealed to the ref. Aren't we comfortable there? <laughs> um, but it was a, it was a fifty dollar table, and I, I caught it. I, I had a really nice shoe. I, I plunked down a hundred, turned it into about four hundred, got up, and went to bed. It was a good way to wrap. I got up some the night. good
1: advice about the Strat. It's, my buddy said, "Don't go jogging around the backside of the Strat." He said, "It's you know, basically, it's not." You know what? You didn't need to give me don't jog advice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It wasn't gonna. Texas Niners says, Bosa four sacks. He's your MVP. There you okay. go, Texas Niners. I like that. JJ Raider, Kevin, convince Larry and Damon to play Madden. <sighs> I play Madden. Oh my God. I've been I I, I knew more about uh, you know going no huddle and Madden before that kid even had diapers on. And if Kev puts if Kev tries to disagree, I'll put out baby pictures of him before the hour. On, on, uh, anytime people try to say he's the boss of the sh- channel, I always. Take this one baby picture I have. Okay. I'm, I'm this close to putting that out there. All right, John Edwards, you guys are, are there talking with the Niners players. Preparation is always talked about and can be a determining factor. How prepared do you think the Niners are for this game? Well, you know, I talked to um, – who did I talk to yesterday? Uh, Jake Brendel. Is this the baby Greenlaw. picture, Kevin, that you keep on – Dre to
0: Greenlaw. <laughs> is that it? Look at little baby. This is Kevin at just two years old. Isn't he? Wasn't he adorable? (laughs) I sent this. Somebody sent this to me. Said this is Patrick Mahomes as a as a child. Someone in the
1: lobby of the hotel told me I look like Patrick Mahomes. Well, that's not good for the show. (laughs) (laughs) Did somebody tell you Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes,
0: Mahomes. Mahomes. Be like, well, it's better than someone telling my father he looks (laughs) like Elmer Fudd the next day. (laughs) Oh, Mahomes is totally Stefan is like Mahomes is in bad shape He's got a dad bod He really does Mahomes is not a slave In the weight room That is for sure You know what though Whatever ah. he's Whatever he's doing It's working <laughs> gotta, gotta admit that Whatever However many push ups He doesn't do It's working
1: Yeah The funny part
0: is Mahomes oh. Yeah, no, you can't hear him uh, because it's tough to talk to you while you're over there. But no, he's like, he's like, you look at both of these guys. You don't, you sort of underestimate them as athletes. Um, They're
1: kind of like us. Yeah,
0: very underestimated as athletes. We've been
1: very underestimated.
0: But no, you don't, you don't look at Brock Purdy and assume this kid's got wheels. He's got incredible wheels to just escape, escape. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think he's winning hundred yard dashes, but he can get out of danger and he can pick up 10 yards with his legs. He really can. And then Mahomes. What would you say? You got Mahomes over 25 rushing yards in your practice?
1: Your yeah. yeah. Mahomes
0: has over 25 rushing yards. I don't like the Niners. Oh, that. I know. But,
1: I mean, he's going to get loose for one. Herbie like Holland says, just because the Super Bowl will be over Sunday doesn't mean that sports talk stops. There will be talk whether the Niners win or lose in all offseason with the moves for next season. Plus, Warriors, Giants. Yes, Larry. Yes, Larry. Giants. So, this is why we're going to be bringing you Wake Up three
0: days a week. 8.30 is going to be the new start time. The new start time is going to be 8.30.
1: Stefan says the Giants are going to get Chapman and Soler.
0: Hey, and not a single ticket will be sold for either one of those has-beens. Super. Yeah,
1: Wait right. a second. Chapman hasn't hit over 250 in five years. Yeah, years. What's yeah. Soler? So I like Soler. Soler, you know. at least He hit a
0: bomb. At the ballpark last year, right? He look, had one of the longer home runs
1: I've seen in that Larry park. Bear. Do something, please. Otherwise, you know, I'm gonna be ripping the team and Larry's gonna be running up second street. Get him off the Get air. Get him off. Get him off. All right. Uh Miguel Rodriguez, look at Bruce big timing on the slot. Oh, no, here's the thing. So normally
0: you. Uh, normally I'll put in the hundred, and this is what always happens. You put in that hundred dollar bill. And you usually get like a decent payout early, and then it keeps you there. And instead of cashing out this time, because mm-hmm. I like to make the stupid wheel spin, the spiel, the the win, the 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 wheel hasn't spun for me once on the wheel of fortune, and that hurts my Vegas it's gambling tight, heart.
1: It is tight. It is very. It's tight. very very tight. Herbie Holland says Forty Nine ers thirty five Chiefs seventeen Super Bowl score Niners <sighs> get the win get the win i certainly hope certainly hope the niners
0: do get that win because what i just know is that sports are supposed to be fun and if the niners lose this super bowl there's no fun attached to any element of regular season success that this team would have next year next year's regular season is the most dead on arrival regular season the niners could go 17 and 0 and all you will hear is that yeah great and when they get to the playoffs Kyle's going to blow it that's what's going to happen if they if they lose this super bowl the bad feeling no Kyle doesn't lose his job he's secure Brock Purdy doesn't you know lose his job to Sam Darnold which is the dumbest Colin Cowherd talking point I've heard in about 5 years um but the hold, hold on seven the no, no, I forgot. He What's your, What's your question? Hey, Pretty blows the first half last game. You put Sam in Sam the second half and put fire him up. Absolutely not. He, the question was, if Brock Purdy doesn't have a good first half, will you see Sam Darnold? If you see Sam Darnold, you have already seen a stretcher, and Brock's been carried off on one, if you see Sam Darnold. There's, yeah. or, or he comes in to run victory formation, and he gets to play the role of no, they won't even do that. They'll let, they'll let Brock
1: finish it out. I mean, it's, yeah. He is the human victory cigar. Green gospel. You guys ha- a rule having a drink now. Go Niners. There you go. I need a white Russian. There you go. You've always oh, talked about, oh. he, Damon's always had a very kind of thing for, <laughs> for Eastern European women. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, Miguel Rodriguez. So where's the parade going to be? Skin off. It's gonna be no, it'll be going down Great American Parkway. Oh, it's Street, no, no, I mean wh- why it's Marcus, why Marcus. why leave Santa Clara, the place
0: everyone wants to be? No, of course. The parade goes from the ferry building to city hall. No, no, it right starts in
1: Milpitas and it goes to Fremont. You know, the they Who's
0: Larry
1: Zonka? Larry Zonka delivers Larry. the trophy. Really? Well, we have two hands on it we will be covering it up for ball security. Ball security, pressure points. All right, uh, the parade. We, we I can't talk parades. That's the that's, we're not, yeah. We're not jinxing it. That's the worst, right there. Jinxing. So look, we that's do need do to wrap
0: up because bottom line bets penthouse suite is about to uh, be in action.
1: In action, exactly. He's so, the man in action, and we can't stop that.
0: Stephan, action. thank you very much for letting us crash your abode, man. It's been great, appreciate it again. Bottomlinebets.com. Um, this man is the hottest tout service in Las Vegas. He he cashes checks. And If you want to cash some tickets, check out bottomlinebets.com, an initial sponsor of Post Game and Damon. Really appreciate him being there and Dr. Paul Hughes, who is sponsoring post game and Damon now a friend of Stefan's. We were all out at dinner together the other night, Dr. Paul, thank you very much for the support. Ike has been an unbelievable partner and, uh, and, and he was feeding radio row yesterday. Ike was doing, he's he's done great things for me, for us. And he is helping us build this into what this is right now and what it's going to become. And, uh, Since you're sitting right here, and I can actually touch you for the first time in one of these broadcasts, thanks an awful lot to this guy right here. I was thrown into the you're out of work abyss, and he was one of the first to say, hey, you know what? You're going to be all right. Let me show you how this is done over here. An awful lot of Larry's viewers have become my viewers and subscribers, and I thank you all very much. And Another shout out to Kevin Krueger whose videos have done an amazing job. Some of the best-performing videos that you've ever seen from me have come because Kevin's put his fingerprints on them. So thanks to uh, La Familia de Kruger. Thank you very much to Stefan, all of our sponsors. And, you know, just because you you never go away from a streak when it's working, we will wrap up this show
1: in its traditional format. But first, we have Justin Rodriguez, who says... Found mom's credit card, joking, love watching you guys, praying for a Ford dub, make the Swifties sob. I like it, I like it. When you got 22
0: players on a football field, mathematically, that's 44 ACLs. Think of how many ACLs that you can tear if you've got 44 of them out there. I'd be interested in tearing no fewer than eight of the 44 ACLs, And I'm still going to draft those
1: players. I'm still going to believe in them, even with their torn ACLs. You know, you know, Damon, uh, people rip me. They say you drafted Aiden Hutchinson over Trayvon Walker. The other way around, actually. And and, you drafted, thank you, Damon. You drafted Trayvon Walker over Aiden Hutchinson. But I'm here to tell you, neither is going to win the Super Bowl. This year, and I'm going to tell you, you know, had I been in Radio
0: Row yesterday with Tommy, we would have pointed out the fact that Wayne Newton has had a little work done. There's absolutely no doubt about that, and you can see the actual changing of how everything is going in radio. Apparently, you don't even need the radio to be on the radio anymore.
1: Did you think it called YouTube? Tommy, have you seen it Tate? Have you seen the YouTube? <laughs> we had Wayne Newton on. I mean, he, he was fabulous. He was fantastic. I told him, I said, Wayne, I'm like you. I'm a renaissance man. I, I, don't, I don't know Vegas like you. I'm not quite as tan as you. But I told Tommy and I told Tate, Wayne Newton at Amici's. It's got to happen. Make it happen. Wayne's like, I don't know. Is there one in Vegas? There's not one in Vegas. He doesn't want to come to the Bay. He said Union Street's not his gig. Come on, Wayne. <laughs>